Hey guys, welcome back to the uh, Panther Den podcast. Um, we're recording this on a Sunday afternoon, which usually we don't do. Um, me, Blake, and J-Dub. J-Dub's here with me now. What's up? Um, we had a lot of technical issues last night, and unfortunately we were not not able to record at our normal time. So, Jacob's here. He's saving the day. Thank you, Jacob, very much. Yep. Jacob was at a... A trap shoot in an undisclosed location, an undisclosed state, but he's back now. So we're this is this may or may not be a short episode. We'll just kind of see and find out. But we're just gonna kind of BS and kind of talk through some of the new gun control measures that are being uh, worked on in our nice, lovely federal government right now, and. One of the biggest ones, they just got passed, I think, this week. What was it, Wednesday? Wednesday or Thursday, I think. Something like that. They're passing something every day. Uh, I hate them. Anyway, it passed in the House this week, and it says that it will raise the minimum age to buy semi-automatic weapons, and... It's going to ban high-capacity magazines. Wait, wait, what? It raised the age to buy automatic weapons? I yeah. missed my time. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, but it hasn't gone through the Senate yet. Yeah, it hasn't gone and through they, the Senate but yet. But it has to get 60-40 to pass the Senate, and they say that's probably not going to happen. Well, they Fingers also crossed. said that Trump was going to win 2020, yeah. so yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to have to buy some more guns. It would also crack down on gun trafficking, apparently. Okay, uh, I'll believe when I see it. That probably means putting more guns out so they can. Yeah, get Fast them. and Furious Part Two. That yes. well, that hey, there means, are like what ten movie Fast and Furious movies. I mean, they got to catch up. That or it means it's going to restrict your rights to move, like to carry your firearm across state lines. It's probably yeah, they can just go like yeah, you're you're trafficking. Oh, guns. you've got more than two guns in your car, and you're going across state lines. Well, you're a gun trafficker. Welcome to federal prison. No, and then it says. This is a, I'm reading, I'm kind of paraphrasing off of a article in the Washington Post here. Says that, yeah, fuck you, Washington Post. Um, it will create new safe storage requirements for gun owners. Um, let me just say this to any people that are listening to this that's within the federal government. Um, my gun safe is full, friend. I can't fit all my guns air quotes safely into my house well maybe they should buy you a new gun safe that'd be if a good they idea really care about safety that'd be a good idea can i pick which one since we're in this great biden economy i cannot afford dude okay i just saw i don't know i saw it on tiktok apparently we're sending another 40 billion to ukraine and 20 Wait, of it 20 I, of it is like in military i thought the last one got uh shot down by ron paul I don't know. I don't know. I'm just because I I read something way. about that, but either way, that's the that is so tight. Ty- like that just dropped my morale from like. I know we were talking about guns, but I just it just came to my head, so I was like, I'm gonna look it up. That's stupid. Anyway, god damn. Okay, and it would codify executive orders that ban untraceable air quotes ghost guns, guns. as well as air quotes bump stock devices that allow semi-automatic rifles to mimic machine gun fire. One of the five House Republicans voting for the bill, Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania, um, Anthony Gonzalez from Ohio, Chris Jacobs from New York, Adam Kissinger, and Fred Upton from, I don't know, Michigan. Only Fitzpatrick is seeking re-election among Democrats. Representative Jared Golden from Maine and Kurt Schrader from Oregon voted no. Schrader lost his campaign for renomination last month. House lawmakers will vote Thursday on a separate bill dealing with red flag laws that would allow authorities to keep guns out of the hands of people judged to represent a threat to themselves or their communities. The bill combines legislation from Representative Salad Carbajal. Democrat from California that would create a 
federal grant program to encourage states to adopt their own red flag laws with a measure from Representative Lucy McBath, Democrat from Georgia, that would allow federal courts to issue red flag orders, which are formally known as, air quotes, extreme risk protection orders. Extreme risk. I'll show you an extreme risk. The only part that I really like heard of that, no offense, but was the part where you said stuff about uh, gun parts that help mimic automatic it's okay i kind of i kind of my brain kind of shut off when i was reading that too i'm not gonna lie (laughs) Uh, that's how much i don't like this you were talking about gun parts that help mimic uh semi or help mimic fully auto guns uh i can do that with a rubber band Are they yeah. going to start regulating rubber bands now? I don't know. We better edit that part Live, out because uh, then you're going to get... Finds a way. You're going to get age restrictions on rubber bands now at your local staples. <laughs> hey, I mean, Don't cut that part out. No, no, I'm not cutting that out. But so one, one thing I want to say about these red flag laws is that literally in order for somebody to be deemed a threat under these red flag laws, they just have to have like air quotes, reputable source, like somebody close to the person Mm -hmm. um, says that they're a danger, which, funny enough, in a lot of these red flag laws, the police are able to deem you a threat to society. I mean, I don't know how it works in every state, but I know in certain states, I mean, the police are allowed to, like, if they can't arrest you, which most of the time they can, they can hold you under, like, a 72-hour, like, hold for Mm -hmm. psychological stuff. Well, and then I saw a TikTok talking about the red flag laws and this chick, she's kind of like, I'm, I'm assuming she's liberal, but she actually does. I don't know her name, but she does a pretty good job in just saying the news without putting a spin to it. But she sometimes it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. But she was saying like the red flag laws were kind of like the ones that they're trying to pass. Would You have to have like you can't just say someone can't just say this person's a danger and then they go do it. They have to have um, evidence to do it. And they go take it, and then you have to prove your innocence, which is like the complete opposite of how it should work. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is like what? I mean, because you see all the you see all these people that are like they just like they go to Thanksgiving dinner, and they sometimes people just leave because they get in a big argument over political stuff. So what if like a cousin or a grandmother who might be a different political side doesn't like that you have guns and doesn't like you saying like. I can take on the government or I can protect myself from the government and they can just go, they can, that could be the evidence. Mm -hmm. And just because they're close to you, they can get you get, get your guns taken away. And then you have to do all this legal battle stuff. It's a mess, man. It's red flag locks are not good at all. Um, it also says the house last year passed two bills dealing with federal background checks. One that would expand their applicability to all commercial sales including gun shows and internet transactions and another one that it would extend the time frame for completing a check neither has come to a vote in the senate because of gop opposition oh that's good i guess i mean we already have a lot of background checks anyway yeah i mean what Okay, so what these people, a lot of these people don't understand is like, oh, I'm down for background checks. Like, we need background checks. It's like, we already have those, bud. Okay, every time I go into the gun store, I have to sit there and fill out forms, give them my driver's license. They have to literally call up the ATF and the FBI and say, yo, so-and-so is buying this gun. Here's the serial number, date, time, their driver's license number. That's all recorded. That's all in a database. And even if, like, they don't answer, it's still, like you said, being recorded, and they have it. They can find it very easily. And I hate the stuff when they bring up the gun gun show loophole. I've bought most—I'd say probably half of the guns that the government knows about was was bought at a gun (laughs) show. And every single one of those times, I did a background check. It didn't matter—like, yeah, like, you go to, like, the bigger dealers. Like, they can get in deep shit if they don't. There's a lot of there's a I lot mean, of people there that have tables that are like legit gun owners, like not gun owners that are like legit dealers. gun dealers, mm-hmm. and they have FFLs. Mm-hmm. So when you buy a gun from there, you have to do a background check. Yeah. I'd say at least 
sixty percent of the thing like guns you could buy there, you have to do a background check. Well, I even bought one from a guy who I know for a fact wasn't like a big gun dealer. He might have owned a shop, maybe. May I don't know. He was an older guy, and it was a it was just a shotgun, a semi-auto shotgun, and I did a background check there too. Yeah, it was at a pretty big gun show. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure the it happens, but I guarantee you, some crazy, uh. Some crazy transgender like the Uvalde shooter didn't go to a gun show and go to some old guy and buy an uh, just buy an AR-15 so he didn't have to do background check. No, no, they got it from the FBI. federal government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got it. <laughs> they get. He didn't even have to write his manifesto. They gave it oh to him. Oh my god, dude! I just this crap. We're gonna talk stupid. about that again. <laughs> this crap's getting stupid, dude. It it's gonna have to come to a point. Where people are just going to have to say enough is enough. People are, me and one of our buddies, I won't mention him by name, was talking about that yesterday. And at some point, it's just, it's going to have to stop. And they're not going to stop it. So you're just going to have to either not comply peacefully or not comply the opposite of peacefully. But, you know, if it comes down to it. I was thinking about that too. And it almost, goes back to like shades rebellion Mm -hmm. you know what happened there yeah it was just like a ton of farmers got together and they had had enough of it because stuff was going down that seemed tyrannical to them and they were uh at that point some of the founding fathers were actually saying like this is the reason that we need some kind of gun restriction and that was like one of the first propositions and that was wasn't i don't even know like 50 years after the that wasn't i don't even think that, that was like was, 10 years after the yeah, revolution or something crazy washington like that. was still alive but either way he all that crap like they fought for that they fought for their freedom and to get away from that and yet they just tried to bring it back up right after and the Shays Rebellion was... It happened the same year the Constitution was written. Are you serious? 1787, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what it says. Wow. <laughs> it was Just a wow. series wow. of... This is what it says on uh, history.com. Was a uh, Shays Rebellion was a series of violent attacks on courthouses and other government properties in Massachusetts that began in 1786 and led to a full-blown military confrontation in 87. Wow. See, so. and they, they like demonized him right there. Shay, uh, he was a colonel. I'm pretty sure he fought in the Revolutionary yeah, he, War. Yeah, I was gonna say he he fought in the Revolutionary War, and after he was one of like the thousands of them that didn't get paid for it. He never got paid. Washington and all his buddies got paid. Him, uh, Shay and. Everybody around him didn't get paid. He became a farmer after, just like most of the people that fought uh, became a farmer or some kind of like hard worker just to get by. And they had had enough of it because they they actually needed money and they were going to take their land. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure they were going to take their land too, uh, but I'm I'm feeling like they're just going to do the same thing that they did to him they're gonna demonize us whenever it was oh it's already been done we, we're i know already demonized but like if the re- if a rebellion starts if or when a rebellion starts they're just gonna demonize us and you and pretty much doing what they're doing now whenever there's a shooting yeah say that this is why we need more gun laws and this, and this is, is the why republicans fault or yeah just the right like but I think it's getting closer because I've seen a lot. So I say that kind of with hopefully I see a lot of people that are, I see more and more every single day people are waking up like leftists are going more right. And Republicans are going like, well, maybe the, maybe the Republican party, like the just base Republican party isn't for me. And they're going for like, I think people are waking up, but then I also see people who are, they say they're really big gun rights people but they're like, okay, well, the 21 thing isn't that bad, or this isn't that bad. Oh, the Honestly, 
I see. I think it is bad. I think that's like, I mean, what, but let, let, so their thing is like, well, that's just a compromise. But the thing is, it's the government. You compromise once, you're going to have to compromise again. And then next thing you know, everything's taken. You can't give any ground. I don't care if you think that it's not that bad or not. It goes back to that old saying, give them an inch, they take a mile. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that it's not going to stop. It hasn't stopped. I mean, look at, oh, I'm sure the NF, the National Firearms Act, oh, that's not that bad. Or, oh, the 1986 ban, well, that's not bad. Well, it is now, because look at the shape we're in. Yep. And I'm sure they were like, well, what am I going to use a machine gun for in my day-to-day life? Yeah. Like that, that's probably what their thinking was. And we're like, it's not for your day-to-day life. It's to help protect you against what's happening right now. And what's crazy is that they're like, oh, well, the age, the 21 age thing for semi-automatic rifles, that's not that bad. It's like, okay, so you're telling me I can make air quotes, major decisions for this country and vote at the age of 18, but I can't and die. make a air quotes, major decision, personal decision and handle a semi-auto weapon. Yeah. Or I can't, or I can, I can handle a, a full auto machine gun. I can handle like a machine gun, a legit machine gun, or I can fly a helicopter armed with, missiles and machine guns mini guns all this sorts of stuff at the age of 18 or 19 but i can't go and buy something like that for my personal yeah. use i i i mean people are people can join the military at the age of 17 yep you can get an early like enlistment waiver yeah and I know enlist a lot of with your that did that. with your parents permission at the age of 17 used to be people were enlisting at the age of 16 mm-hmm. you, you i mean as long as it's for the state, they don't care. Yep. I saw this one thing the other day. Uh, I think it was Thomas Massey, I I think. Let me Google that real quick. Make sure that's the right name. Um, I heard it. Yeah, it was uh, Thomas Massey, I think. Yeah, he's a United... Congressman Thomas Massey is the congressman for... Is a congressman for Kentucky's 4th District... And he was talking to, he was interviewing or somebody was testifying over these gun laws or something. And they were, I think they were talking about something like, I think they were talking about this bill. They were raising the age to 21 on for semi-automatic rifles. And Thomas Massey asked the dude and he was like, it was another congressman. He's like, so you're saying is that these people can't buy semi-automatic weapons until they're 21 because their brain hasn't fully developed. And he's like, okay, well, why don't we raise the age for the draft to 21? And he's like, well, if the state needs people, they need people to go. It's like, okay. He's like, so even if their brains aren't fully developed, like you say they are, dangerous to me. like, like you say they are. And he goes, yes. Like, are you kidding me? They don't even consider you a full, like, fully developed human, but they're willing to send you off to war. Yeah. And that just, that bat. That, Sounds like he fully developed into a retard. <laughs> I'm not even surprised at this point. They, nothing at this point will surprise me. Well, uh, my I'm thing sure. going, kind of going, I don't, I don't guess back, but like when it comes to like, uh, like when you yeah, go forward <laughs> all times, but. Like, because the, their big argument is just like, you can't take on the government. You can't take on the government with their tanks and stuff like this. And I have a lot of arguments for that, but I'm not going to bring it up. But my thing is, it's like, okay, so we can't take on the government, according to you. So why, why does it matter if we have those guns? The government could just take us out if need be. And then exactly. they're like, well, you can't take on the government, but they can go kill kids. And I'm like, well, maybe if your logic is that the military can take we can't take on the military maybe put the military maybe put a guard in a school with these weapons because i mean because if they can stop it it can stop it 
Yeah, but that doesn't that wouldn't follow their political that wouldn't yeah. help their political agenda. But like and then like the forty billion dollar stuff, like whether it was sent or not, they're willing that I mean they're hundred percent willing to do it because they're trying. I mean that I I saw a bunch of stuff. Forty billion dollars would be like I don't know how many schools we have in the country, but forty billion dollars would be plenty enough split between all every school we have to put something in. So and another thing I want to bring up. So you so like shootings in Chicago and like big cities are horrible, mm-hmm. like bad, like gang shootings all the time. But you like don't really liberal cities, yeah. liberal cities <laughs> that are that don't have that have gu- big gun laws. Yeah, but you, you don't you don't often see school shootings though, like big mass school shootings. Like I'm sure they happen, but well, yeah, most be- of them happen out. But the thing is, it's because they have a police officer and uh, they have. Um, yeah, they have metal, metal detectors, detectors there. And everything. Yeah, because so, I mean, yeah. they they're trying to prevent it because it's such a bad place that, and they know that. Also, that they actually put I, up defenses for it. I also found this. I wanted to share it. It was a tweet. I retweeted it on my on at jw underscore seventeen seventy six. But it's I don't know who this guy is. His name's Neil Steinberg. He's got a blue check mark. So he posted a picture. Of it was a it's a man and his two kids and they have their gun collection like on their sidewalk like showing it off, and this is what this is his this is what he said under on the picture why rest, why restrict child porn but not guns what he so says he's saying he's for gun or is he for saying he's for child, child porn, porn? Yeah. that's exactly like guns. i'm sitting there like he thought he was smart and it's still up i was like and people were roasting him on it of course thank god but i'm sitting there like so he's like well guns are restricted heavy heavily and continue to be so but and so you're saying that we, like i don't there's no yeah there's no way you can say this does it does it help his case there's no way, like, what was going through his head when I don't he posted know, that? But how like, is that not taking down? This guy needs to be, and everyone's, everyone's posting, like, hey, FBI, here he is. Like, literally. I don't even know. I'm going to go to his page and see what he has. Yeah, he FBI, looks, he definitely looked like he watches CP. <laughs> Neil Steinberg is a news columnist on the staff of the Chicago Sun Times. He blogs daily at every, I'm not even going to say that because I don't want to get him any audience. And he's the author of nine books. Why is it nine books on how to find CP on the internet? Yeah. What a weenie. Well, okay, so... I just wanted to bring that up because I saw it yesterday and it blew my mind. Kind of going back a little bit. I saw this meme the other day. It's like, you can't... Or it was the little soy beta dude, and he's like, you can't fight the government with AR-15s. They'll blow you up. They'll bomb you. I hope they bomb you. And he's like... The Chad dude was like, oh, yeah, me too, because I'm your neighbor. <laughs> Like, it's like, what do you think those bombs are gonna do, bro? It's like if if yeah, if it, somebody if you're living in like a suburban area and you're a gun owner and you're quote unquote fighting the government and the government's like, hey, we're gonna bomb you. Like, yeah, they may hit your house directly, but do you know how much damage that's gonna do yeah. to the surrounding houses? The shockwave alone would it's destroy gonna, part of it at least. It's gonna kill. It's gonna destroy other like people that are for the government. It's going to destroy your homes. It's going to destroy your lives. It's not going to be just the gun owners. It's going to be, there's going to be massive food shortages because all these people are dying. They can't go into work. There's going to be a major supply chain issue because of all these people fighting and shooting and killing each other. Because it's not like you just go into a field and be like, hey, there's the back, there's the gun owners, and then the gun owners are like, there's the feds, let's shoot at each other. No, it's going to be t- the, there's going to be people taking out supply lines. There's going to be people blowing up trains. There's going to be, there's, I, I, mean, it's, I mean, at that point, if the government is doing that, like, it's one thing to have like National Guard out there, like, doing riot control. But I mean, if they're using drones and like their own shit to blow up their American people, at that point, it's all out war and it's over. The the America as we know it is over. Whether or not the America comes back, it is not going to be the same. No. Uh, Cameron was talking about food shortages. I said this one. I said this in another episode. You control the food. You control the people. Mm-hmm. And you know who controls the majority of farmland in America? 
Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates. And China's buying a lot too. And yeah, and now China. China's buying a lot. Also, I like, was watching. I saw this TikTok, and and I'd say I'd, uh, they said that ninety percent of companies and food, like food companies, like all this, like are owned by ten big companies. There's ten companies that own all this stuff. Like, yeah. like the thing with like co like Coca Cola and Pepsi. Like most of the restaurants we have, like if they're if like Coke's in like a McDonald's or something, like it's probably a good chance that the Coca Cola company owns that McDonald's in some form. Really? Yeah. So I it's didn't not know like that. a McDonald's has a deal with them. I mean, yeah, there can be a franchise owner. Like you can go become a franchise owner, and then you can have a deal with Coke to be in there. But like all these companies, I mean, they, I mean, they're all. It all traces back to these ten big companies, which in turn are in each other's butts with like the government's in their butt and they're in their, in the government's butt. And I mean, and then all these, all these places blowing up, all, yeah, all these, the food plants and stuff. <laughs> like, what the heck? That's not a coincidence, it man. It can't be. That's not a coincidence. It can't be. No. It, and then like a too few, many of them got hit by planes yeah, like and just like come like randomly combust into and flames. Don't like hear about it. If planes are running into, if like a plane ran into a food, like, I don't know where it was, but, We'd probably hear about it, but we haven't heard heard about anything. And then a few months, like probably last year, there uh, a town nearby. We all remember it. There was a, there was like a, a fire and an explosion at a local propane place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, at that I time, that. I remember looking because after it happened, I was like, huh? Because I was like, what the heck is that? And then I ended up going there, and there and it was on fire and had blown up and stuff. Well, I looked it up, and apparently at the time, that one was like the like the fifteenth in the country. And really? within like two weeks of each other. And then I'm sure a bunch more happened that we didn't hear about. Or if you look them up, you could probably find them. But now look at gas and look at propane. Look how much it is. So, so this was happening. So, and everyone was always like saying like, it's the war. The war is what's making um, the gas go up. But the thing was the gas was already going up before Ukraine was even, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there was some danger there, but they hadn't invaded yet. But so they were getting it started and then Biden shutting down all this stuff we can do, our capacity to make it. What if we, if I was, if and I don't, I don't necessarily think Trump is the, like he does some stuff very good and there's other stuff that he doesn't do so good. But I guarantee you that if Trump was in right now, our gas would be good again because you know what he would do instead of, because Europe is getting all the oil from uh, Russia and now yeah. I can't. But our, my thing is, what we should do and what I think Trump would do when this war started, Trump maximize our ability to make oil and just pump the shit out of it. Keep pumping, keep pumping, keep pumping, export it to these places and squeeze the life out of Russia. Yeah. And yeah. Well, let's put a tariff on them. <laughs> and he wouldn't have canceled the pipeline that. Yeah. Well, started like started making everything go. Make and then the, the gas and then like up. they were talking like the ruples uh, so far down. Isn't the ruble they use? I don't know. In probably Russia ruble. What is it? I don't know. Whatever their currency is, everyone's like it's going down. It's going down. If you look oh, at it yeah. right now, it is through the roof. <laughs> Compared to the dollar, it's probably doing like phenomenal. Like oh oh no, Starbucks left and McDonald's left uh, left Russia. Oh god. Oh no, they're gonna be healthier. <laughs> like. Uh, we're going to have to go ahead and take a quick ad break, guys. And we're back. And we're immediately going to go into a big, long ta- tangent and rambling session because while we were waiting for the previous part of this episode to upload, um, J-Dub had to mention corn. Cool. And you know what? That And Jacob was like, oh, I'm planting a garden this year, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then... Jada brought up corn, which reminded me of something I'm very passionate about and how the fact that I hate, I absolutely cannot stand it when people are like, oh, look at my freshly manicured lawn. It's like, you know, it'd be even cooler than your freshly manicured lawn, a freaking cornfield. Mm-hmm. And then HOA, this is what it's mainly about, HOAs, dude, homeowners associations. So you're telling me, okay. Hey, you're gonna go into this. You're gonna go into this neighborhood, and you're gonna pay upwards to a million dollars for this nice big fancy house in this nice big fancy neighborhood. 
and then you're gonna let a rolling room apartment right there. Literally, you're gonna let some old bag of bones tell you what kind of flowers you can freaking plant in your front lawn. Yeah. And that's just that's just the basis of it. It's like, hey, you know, you have to do this. You know, your your front lawn has to look this certain way. There's people that literally like there's some HOAs that literally come around with a tape measure and measure how tall your grass is. Yep. If your grass is above a certain length, you can't like, oh. park certain things outside your yep. house. It's like, oh, you got to mow it. It's like, dude, it's my frick. And you got to pay dues to them. You got to pay annual dues to yeah. this. To this. And okay, so you, so all those people out there that are listening right now, be like, oh, I'd never live under an HOA. That sucks. Blah 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 blah. You know what the HOA is? It's basically the federal government. On a smaller scale. You have to pay dues. Whether pay it's dues. paid off or not. Taxes. Pay your dues. Okay. You can't do this. You got to do that. You build something, you better go get a... Um, you better get, get approved by the HOA. Yeah. Oh, you want chickens? Nope. Yep. Well, no livestock. See, you can going only back have to like, like the, three. Going back to like the garden thing you were saying, like when... Because... And it's, it's all a big joke. Like I saw this person talking about... Uh, like back when the housing, like suburb, suburbs started and everything, and how like we're, people were basically tricked into thinking something is, is something's good. Like mm-hmm. like you got to live in the suburbs, you got to get this nice big house. It's like I always use in this like stuff like big corporations and people tricking. I always use the diamonds. Like when you're like buying diamond rings mm-hmm. and stuff, the people who own the diamonds, I forget the what they're called, what they're called, but basically diamonds. Out of all the precious jewels or whatever, diamonds is probably the most, like, there's so many of them. But they have the monopoly on it, and they hold them back. Like, they only allow a certain amount out every year. And that's why, and then then the people, the wedding planners, the weddings, I, I could get into a big thing about weddings too. But weddings and just, like, jewelry and stuff, they're like, you got to get this. You get, this is, you have to spend you have to spend at least 20% of your uh, yearly income on this. And this, this is what you got to do to show your love. But it's the same thing with like the HOA. You have to have this good, this good grass. Like this grass has got to be so perfect and this and that. I'm like, well, you know, if every single one of those houses had a garden, like, yeah, you don't have, like maybe you can't, you can't have a hundred acre farm and you don't want to be a farmer, but you, you will have enough, you have enough, land and dirt to have a garden yeah and then i mean at the end of the day you don't have to go buy all the plants that you like if you want to plant just one thing or multiple things you might not have to go to the you might not have to go to the supermarket until like the winter time and then you can go trade it you can go trade like i do all my i do all the corn i want to go get a freaking pepper let me go over to bob's house and get one of his peppers out of his garden you know, that's the uh, cool thing about those suburbs is you're like in walking distance of like 20 people you know, can go trade all that stuff with. Here's one thing that I want to say though, like, uh, if you're gonna be planning any kind of garden, research it and see what like what plants complement each other. Because yeah. I've been looking into it a lot uh, with my garden, and I haven't planted anything yet, but I'm about to. Uh, there's something called the Three Sisters that the Native Americans found out about, because mm-hmm. like. So first you plant the corn, you plant it on like a mound, you plant the corn, you let it get about knee high, then you plant uh, squash and beans next to them. Mm -hmm. And the beans get nitrogen into the dirt, which helps all the rest of the plants around it. And uh, they complement each other because the corn gives the beans some kind of structure to grow on and the squash i can't remember what they do but they help in some way too mm-hmm. uh but i mean just yeah. research that and yeah well if then, you plant that i mean you got three different kinds of yeah and then you can things do right ones. there you yeah can do other stuff but also another thing like they're like and it's not like like i know certain people are like they have everything has to be pretty and that's the thing with like the like the flowers and like the the nice yard and stuff but who's this i mean you you can make a garden look pretty i i mean honestly i'm just gonna do it as effectively as possible but like i get married i think it's marigolds isn't that like that keeps a lot of bugs away from mm-hmm, plants mm-hmm. 
Like, so, I mean, and you can get good raised gardens, like ones that look really, really nice. And you can put raised gardens out or you can just put them out and plant marigolds all around the perimeter. I mean, it will look nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like you have to just till up your front yard. I mean, you could even do it in the backyard and make, but my thing, you gotta, you have to buy a mower. Uh, Like all, all this stuff is like, you have to have this perfect house. And, uh, so, but then you also have to keep your lawn. I mean, they're sitting over like they're, this grass is pointless. They're talking yes, about, they're is. talking about, uh, and this isn't even native grass. No, dude. it's not. So like, it, it has to be a certain kind of grass, a certain kind of grass. Thing. So not only, so they're, so they're complaining about the pollution and stuff, but then you have to keep mowing your grass to a certain height. And that grass, the only thing that grass is doing is maybe putting your property value up a little bit, maybe. And costing you money to mow it every month or every freaking week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean, and then they go out there and get the fertilizer. I mean, the fertilizer, yeah, it's going to do, do stuff. But I mean, if there's nothing producing anything, that grass doesn't need fertilizer or under, every freaking year. Underground irrigation systems, they got those automatic sprinklers that turn on. It's like, you want to talk about water waste. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you're. And if you're fertilizing it, you're just putting pollution pollutants yeah. into the unnecessary the yeah unnecessary into the water. pollutants yeah. if you turn okay anybody right now if you're in an hoa first off get out second off if you can't get out join it overthrow them either dismantle yeah, it from the dismantle inside. it from the inside play the long con dismantle it from the inside and then once you dismantle it from the inside require everybody to no longer have a grass yard but every square <laughs> inch better be a freaking garden with at least minimal, just a massive cornfield in their front yard. Because corn's super easy to grow. Corn's well, easy to grow. Also, but it has no nutritional value. That's at fine. All. That's fine. At least your belly would be full of something. That gets me mad when people talk about GMOs. I don't know if we should get into this, but like, I don't like. I don't want to get. Well, <laughs> just let's, let's just stave off that for a minute. Just yeah. quickly saying, I just want to say this quick: corn, it's in itself, is a GMO. It because they like they complain about it, but. Corn, as we know it, did not exist until humans made it to what it is. Okay, caveat off that. What? Carrying off that. Hold on. We're not I, corn. Corn used to be like a little tiny plant, and the corn didn't grow in, up, up in, like not even an inch wide. The Indian, the Native Americans, basically genetically feathers, feathers modifi- not red dots. genetically modified them by selectively breeding them and that's what and then the and so that yeah so they got it to where it's like how it is now so the corn fields that we know is not like that didn't exist back long ago so so i mean that in itself is the definition of a gmo but Mm, okay we're not gonna talk about so let's okay let's talk about something else let's just say my world let's just say this okay maybe you don't like gmos okay cool that's fine let's just let's just Let's just paint this picture here. Maybe there's a listener out there like this. You're in an HOA. You hate it. Rightly so. One, get out of it. If you can't get out of it, two, dismantle it from the inside. Okay. Three, once you dismantle it from the inside, all right, then you go in. Maybe you're against GMOs. That's fine. Don't plant corn. Plant soybeans. Plant winter wheat. Plant something. Plant peppers. Have your whole freaking front lawn be peppers. I don't care. Just plant something Become productive. Become the pepper king. Become so the pepper king. Maybe you can plant a shit ton of peppers and your neighbor, Billy Bob, down the road can plant a shit ton of tomatoes and so on and so forth. Maybe somebody can have a few pigs in the front yard. I don't know. Well, pigs are kind of messy. Uh, who you, cares at this point? I don't yeah. care. Nobody cares. And if you do get into that, like, start canning stuff, too. Yeah, start yeah. canning. Learning, Learn to can. Dude, every... Every one of my relatives that have either passed or that are over 60 years old, every one of, especially the women, like aunts and uh, grandmothers and stuff, they all knew how to can. Every one of them. There was all, I'd go home to Virginia and there were just, I mean, there in the basement, there was just cans and cans of stuff. Good. That's awesome. Okay. Food shortage starts. Oh crap! What are we gonna do? We can't go to Walmart. There's not gonna be any of this stuff. I'll just go to the basement and get your cans of food we did. Call back to previous episodes. <laughs> Call back. Those people are gonna be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go take it from people that have food." No, you're not, because I'm gonna have my guns. Whether whether the government 
says I'm supposed to have my guns or not, I'm going to have my guns. I feel like people I, I that mean, have guns are going to be more likely to can you know what? stuff than the people thing, that don't. You know what? Hold on. You know what? I want to make t-shirt idea here. Well, maybe I'm not going to say it on the podcast because yeah, somebody might steal it. Yeah. Okay. Scratch that. Cut that Not out. a t-shirt idea. Not a t-shirt. But you're going to have to pry these corn seeds from my cold, <laughs> dead hands. All right? Yes. You're going to have to pry my last jar of food and my last round of ammo and my last gun from my cold, dead hands. Because if I run out of food and I run out of ammunition... I will find a way to survive because that is the American spirit to survive. That's my American dream. If you're out there and you're against gardens and you're against guns, screw you. I don't know why you're listening this far. Get out of here. You are no use to society, and I hope you burn in hell. Call out to our California Repent listeners. Sinner. That, was that a call out to our California listeners? That was a call out to anybody that is. No, they're probably pretty cool. They're probably, I mean, they probably yeah, stuck. Hey, shout out to our California listeners. Um, yeah. Uh, they better... probably live in like the one good part of the state. And no, they live the near, uh, what is it, Las Vegas? Oh, shit. Or La... No, it's Los Angeles. Is that, is that remember. what the analytics said? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I have to look. Also, one of was... them isn't even like in California. I'm just retarded and I can't remember which. <laughs> But I was gonna say this, like when we when we argue about guns, like going back, when we argue about guns, I th- I think people misunderstand people who are arguing against guns. I'd like to th- like me personally, I'm gonna argue this stuff, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what passes. I'm I'm not gonna follow it. I don't give a flying. You just say no. Just like, say no. Nah. You're like no. Nah, good. Like yeah, cool. I'm gonna argue all day long that AR-15s and guns itself shouldn't be banned. But if they go like. Yeah, we we banned them. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. And here's the thing: if you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, it's like, well, if the government bans my kind of gun I have, I'm not going to turn it in. I'm going to bury it. It's like, all right, no, let them know you. It's have like, it. okay, look here. All right, if you're burying it, if you're hiding your guns, no more. Boat it's accidents. past. It's past time to use it. Just use it, please. Okay. No more boating accidents. No more boating accidents. Boating accidents do not happen. ATF, if you're listening, anybody that says they lost their guns in a boating accident, they're they're lying to you. And please engage them in a forceful confrontation Cameron, and force them to use it. Start <laughs> Shut the up. You're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get you're gonna sell so many people out right now. We're gonna get banned on Spotify after this episode. I can I can already feel it. In, I can already Mainly feel it. Because of Cameron. We're gonna get banned because this is gonna be a spicy episode. I don't care. I don't care. Spadicey. We we will come back. We spicy will peppers. we will come back. I will well we'll make it. We'll make a new podcast. And we'll keep making a new podcast <laughs> until I'm dead. Panther Den two. <laughs> Panther it will literally say Panther Den two. And the only way you can stop me and the people that are here, and the only way you can stop this message from getting out to the 30 people that listen to these episodes <laughs> is that you're going to have to do very bad things. And I hope you're prepared for that. Yeah. You can't you- stop the signal, baby. <laughs> if Alex Jones can keep coming back, we can. I'm. This podcast is going to... This podcast... And what's going on in the world right now is going to turn me into a miniature. I basically am a miniature Alex Jones right now. I am 1776. I am 1776. And I'm coming. <laughs> well, my thing what is, is I like, do, whenever I Let's come on this job. podcast, like every t- every episode that I come on here, I'm like, okay, well, this, what we're talking about. Well, like, even if we're not talking about current events, like I'm always thinking about current events when we're on the podcast. And I'm like, well, this is it. This is this is the this is as worse as it can get. Every week, the world and the government proves like, me surprise, wrong. Like surprise, bitch! Like, oh shit, it got worse. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like one of those uh, movie scenes. How could this day get any worse? Yeah. it's like the literally when we first started this, the Ukraine war was starting, and I'm like, well, this is pretty. This is pretty bad. I'm like, this is probably. I mean, a freaking war started with little kids getting bombed, and now we're 
few, like what two months after it or something and i don't even know it it's feels like forever 400 times worse than it was mm-hmm. i want to play this clip i'm gonna ask anybody if this sounds familiar from like 30 seconds ago you ready because this is i'm gonna play an alex jones clip on here that's gonna get us that's gonna get us that's gonna get us okay actually i'm not gonna play an alex jones clip this is just a clip from a very reputable source (laughs) are you ready i will be you know what i will go to i will go to hell before i sit here and i watch this country and the world turned over to these savages i'm done i'm pissed I love the patriotic music in the background. Literally, that got me pumped. It gets me pumped every time. And so it says right here, it, that was a TikTok clip, and it says the caption is "Point of view." You just you talk to that one eighty-year-old farmer about politics, and then it's that clip. Yes, that's gonna be you, Cameron. It you're is me. It's old. me right now. Okay, it's me right now. I'm so focused on you. No matter what happens, I'm not making it to eighty. <sighs> Probably not. If we hopefully if I have anything to do. About it. Hopefully, Jesus will just. <laughs> Jesus is coming, man. Hopefully, Jesus will just look down one day and be like, "Yeah, that's bad enough." Dude, speaking of speaking of Jesus, I saw this thing, and I can I am starting to get more and more like it. Like I, I like this person was like, he's a big time Christian guy, but he was just like, I'm. He said, "I'm tired of the way like c- Christians need to be uh, compassionate, and they need to like they they need to. I mean, they need to be good people, mm-hmm. but." This stuff now is like, oh, we got to be accepting. We have to be, we have to be good and then like accepting of all like other religions and just be, just be happy hippie stuff. That's not, that's not what a Christian should be. That wasn't what Jesus was. And I even said that. We need, we need to tell the sinners to repent. We need to tell the the infidels that, no. The infidels. No, this is, this, no, Jesus is Lord. Like we need to be, we don't need to be little, little like uh, emasculated people. Just oh, we're Christians and we're in the Bible Belt. And we're also we're also nice and everything. No, we're no God is God's not dead. We're freaking Christians, and we'll crusade your ass if need be. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Okay, if, if whatever I, I said did not get us taken down, whatever Jada just said right here. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> Jada's like new crusade unlocked. Yeah. What is? Uh, 12th crusade probably uh but you were saying that like we need to be accepting well you need to be you need to be telling people uh to repent but you don't need to do it violently yeah that's i mean i know that but we need to to do it no i know you weren't saying it i know you weren't saying it like that but like i'm just saying you need you don't have to do everything with violence yeah that's what I know, like, in today's society, that's what everybody understands anymore is just violence. Violence Seems like. is always the answer. Just kidding. That's no, that's a that's, question. The answer like, is yes, but either way. I would like to uh, say a quote that I kind of like. It's from King, Lu- uh, King Louis the Ninth. So I don't know when he was around or not, but I thought this was a pretty cool quote. It said, a Christian should argue with a blasphemer only by running his sword through his bowels as far as it will go. I, I saw that. Did you send that to the group I think chat? I, I sent a TikTok, yeah. and I looked it up, and I was like, yes. Okay. I. All right. We're kind of going all yeah, over the place. Yeah, we're going all over the place. We're going to go ahead and take a quick ad break real here, real quick here, and we'll, uh, we'll come back in a second. And we're back. And we're going to wrap this sucker up before we say anything more that's going to get us banned off spotify because this is an it's an extra spicy episode today but i hope you guys it's enjoyed ghost, it i mean ghost pepper episode. <laughs> it's a ghost pepper episode that, that'll be that'll be the name of this ghost pepper episode ghost pepper gun <laughs> quote-unquote pepper but so we'll go ahead and wrap this up um i'll start off with my closing thoughts is that the world's getting bad and 
if you weren't prepared like two years ago, then you're screwed. We're all screwed. But the white pill is, is that it, it's all coming to an end someday. And that, uh, I'm just happy to see it all, see it all go down. I'm happy to live in, in the end times, I guess. Cause it, I will say this, it's, it's interesting. It keeps things interesting. You know, life is just interesting at this point, whether it's bad or it's good. It's just, Keeps it fresh, keeps it good. But um, Jacob, do you have anything to close out with? Uh, well, not really. I mean, I kind of lost it. I think <laughs> that's fair. J Dub, closing um, closing statements. Grow a garden and wait for Jesus. Yeah, he's coming. Oh wait, okay. Um, okay, Jacob's got closing statements now. <laughs> yeah, All right, now. Jacob, go ahead. Sorry. Uh. I just wanted to say that it it might not it might not end today, might not end tomorrow. It all depends on how long the government can prolong it, and they've been prolonging it for quite a few years now. Two hundred years. <laughs> but uh, I think this nation started out just like every other idea started out good. And started out with good intentions. Then bad people. Power. Yeah. Power cravers. Bad people that actually craved power and thought that that's all they needed in life. And would do anything to get it and keep it. Took over. And it became something that it was never supposed to be. And now we either have to... We're people are either gonna have to just roll over and accept it, or they're gonna have to stand up and actually do something about it instead of just talking about it. Don't roll over and accept it. But that 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 would be what I would say to that. But anyway, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and listening. Um, sorry for the short episode, and we were kind of all over the place today. So hopefully you got some out of this and we will see you guys next week.